This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we will be talking about the Premier Playhouse in Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls is pretty lucky to have a variety of entertainment options. There is even a theater company to enjoy a night of music and fun. The Premier Playhouse provides a wide variety of family-friendly shows and educational opportunities. Oliver Mays and Alex Newcomb-Wyland join the program to talk about the Premier Playhouse, shows for the upcoming season, the local talent on stage, and education opportunities for kids. More information about the Premier Playhouse can be found at thepremierplayhouse.com. Tickets can be found on that website or by calling 605-367-6000. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. They grow more distant from their friends and stop doing their schoolwork. They become rebellious and argue with their brothers, sisters, and parents. They're angry and they lash out, sneak out, and just zone out. It's hard being a teen today. If your 12 to 17 year old boy or girl is struggling and you don't know what to do next, call Hope Harbor. Learn more at HopeHarborMN.org. I really didn't know what to do. I was scared. That's HopeHarborMN.org. If you're driving on the interstate, a state highway, a county highway, through town, or on a gravel road, this message is for you. Buckle up, don't skip the click. Crashes don't discriminate, they happen everywhere. Hi, I'm Trooper Peterson with the South Dakota Highway Patrol, reminding you that wearing your seatbelt is one of the best ways to protect yourself while driving. Buckle up, don't skip the click. This message brought to you by the South Dakota Highway Patrol and Results Town Square Media. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. I don't know if anybody in the Sioux Empire has noticed recently, but we have a lot of entertainment varieties, and we are so lucky to have that around here. That includes the Premier Playhouse. They put on great performances every year. And to tell us a little bit more about it, we have the Managing Artistic Director, Oliver Mays, with us, and he also brought the Production Specialist and Education Coordinator. It's Alex Newcomb-Wyland. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hi, Christine. Did I get it right, Alex, that last name? You did, yes. That was golden. Perfect. Thank you. I'm going to mess it up later on. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Welcome, guys. To uh, Thank you for joining us a little bit to tell us a little bit more about the Premier Playhouse. Thank you for having us. And, you know, from my understanding, Oliver, you're fairly new here to the Sioux Empire. So let's start off with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Ooh, that's a great question. Well, I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. Then I went to uh, college. I went to undergrad in Los Angeles. And then I spent most of my um, adult working life in New York. And then I decided to go to graduate school to get my MFA in directing at the University of South Dakota in Vermilion. Um, So once I did that, then I decided to move back to Portland and uh, freelance based out of there. And then some of my freelance work actually brought me here to the Premier Playhouse at the Orpheum to direct Cabaret. Um, which was the season 19 closer. And then um, this job opened up while I was here and so kind of went through a process and then was brought on. And this is truly my dream job, so it's pretty cool to be doing that. and yeah, so I, that's, that's me. That's where I'm from. I have a background as a performer, as a director, as a producer, as a writer, as a teacher. So kind of just like to vibe in every category I can. 
I gotta laugh for a second because you went from Portland to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to New York, back to Portland, then somehow made it here to South Dakota. How did that all happen? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> no, it was truly the program at USD that drew me um, drew me in because it had what I was looking for. And I also realized that it would be easier to navigate uh like uplifting, uprooting my life and going somewhere else to fully focus on my studies Mm -hmm. and what I wanted to achieve versus going somewhere near the city and trying to like coexist in my like usual life with my new academic life. So it was a really smart choice um, in that regard to kind of just go somewhere where it's easier to focus on what you're doing. Now you kind of hinted at it already, but how did you get involved with theater? Can you even uh, remember the first production that you were a part of? Oh my gosh, I don't quite know actually. Whenever people ask far. me that question, I'm like, I I have a couple different answers and one is that like well, I grew up doing a lot of church performances. I've mm-hmm. always been performing and then I transitioned into theater and music and did choir like all of my life mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Um but I remember in middle school I did a play. I don't remember what it's called, but we were all at a bus stop. And I played a quirky little kid. So that was fun. I also was in some random version of Cinderella that um, (laughs) was interesting from what I remember. And I was like a troubadour. Like, I don't know. It was this random role that I got a lot of laughs. So that was a good time. But all my first experiences, yeah, were were quite unique. And then I started doing kind of more mainstream stuff like The Music Man and Les Mis and all that good stuff. Now, where were you in Les Mis? Out of my curiosity. (laughs) That was my uh, freshman year of high school. So I had a really amazing track because I was one of the convicts at the beginning. Then I got to be one of the poor people. Then I was one of the students pro Um, So I got to do a lot of costume changes. Oh, very cool. (laughs) So when you were here studying at USD, is that how you kind of became familiar with the Premier Playhouse here in Sioux Falls? Kind of, actually, yeah. I came to see Alex in Mamma Mia at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew of what was then known as the Sioux Empire Community Theater, mm-hmm. now known as the Premier Playhouse. So I was aware of the company and kind of some people's involvement. It was part of the chatter um, within the USD program. There's certain theaters in the area that they kind of mm-hmm. uh, like inform you of. So I was very aware Um But then and almost had one opportunity to get involved to direct a show for them and then it didn't quite work out. And then, you know, I'm living in Oregon and one of my old professors like refers me to Robin. Uh, Matt Nesmith was like, you you should bring out this Oliver Mays guy. But he lives about 1500 miles away. So figure it out. (laughs) And then Robin figured it out. And um, that's how I actually got to know the Premier Playhouse. Now, Alex, that's a good time to bring you in on the conversation. Hi. Hello. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your role with the Premier Playhouse. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I'm from Sioux Falls, so I've Mm -hmm. grown up here my whole life. So I'm very, you know, I've been aware of the community theater kind of since I've been here. Um, But I just started working at the Premier Playhouse, I believe, actually during 2020. Mm. Um, I came on as the like a part time education coordinator. And then my role slowly transitioned into like a full-time role of, over the past couple of years. So now I'm the education coordinator and production specialist. So I am basically the production manager of all of our like main stage shows. And I do all of the education programming for both youth and adults uh, through our through our company. So. Yeah. 
Same yeah. question I asked Oliver. Can you remember your first production or a favorite production that you've been a part of? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, theater goes back so far in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma is a professional clown. So, um, we've all. Oh, serious or not? So. I mean, I'm 100% <laughs> so cool. serious. Are you serious? Yes. Like yeah. Full on makeup. Yeah. Cl- wow. Okay. She would do like professional, like, you know, she would do clown workshops sure. and she would perform at birthday parties and stuff like that with her sister. So, they were uh, bubbles and dimples the clowns oh my gosh. um so theatricality <laughs> is definitely not of in short supply mm-hmm. for my family um but i think the first time i was ever at a show was actually in kindergarten when my school did it and we did i think we did wizard of oz mm-hmm. and my sister played dorothy and i was a munchkin in it Aww. so and i yeah that was the first one i had a horrible stage fright at that point though so i left halfway through because i had thought i had to puke but i didn't so <laughs> but now it's a lot better <laughs> What first got you interested in theater? Would you say it was your grandma or your sister, maybe? I think it was, um, honestly, a lot of it comes from my dad and that side of my family. My grandma and my dad. My dad's a huge uh, theater enthusiast, uh, very passionate about it. And it's always just kind of, we grew up in it. Um, My my cousins perform in it. I watch my cousins growing up, my family, my sisters, you know, everyone. So I think... It's just kind of in our blood. <laughs> Full disclosure, yeah. when I met Oliver a couple of weeks ago, I told him I'm a thespian. Like, I'm yes. part of that thespian honor society. Yeah. I was never so... My first play, I remember, was Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? I showed him pictures. I was the sheep. My it was first, amazing. Thank you, thank you. Uh, my first line ever was "ba." Yeah, <laughs> coming I, strong. Right. It, it was with the oh, what was it? Riverside Theater Company back in Chicago. Nice. Um, and I was a part of that until I was in high school because then I was in sports mm-hmm. and being an athlete, you weren't allowed to be part of the show actually but you can do crew work so i was sound and then my sister was Mm. lighting so sound director lighting director and yeah it's just kind of been a part of me ever since then yeah i we did beauty and the beast in high school i wanted to be a part of it and i was mad that i couldn't (laughs) because again athlete but Mm. i at least i was you know behind the scenes for that one you know so I, cool. I can relate to it. Anyway, we are being joined by Oliver and Alex. They are with the Premier Playhouse here in Sioux Falls. Now, Alex, I have another question for you. Yeah. Since you are the education coordinator, mm-hmm. we were telling talking about this off the air, too. I didn't know that there was an education program for the Premier Playhouse. So why yeah. don't you tell us a, a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's just called the Premier Playhouse, like, education department. So it's, you know, that's that's the term at this point in time. It might develop at some point. <laughs> But um, it's fairly new, obviously, to the Playhouse as we're trying to continue just to bring theater education to the town. Um, So we have programming for both youth and adults. Uh, We have a scene study class that Oliver and I are teaching. It's supposed to be uh, we have a youth session and an adult session. Uh, for 14 through 17 for our youth session and then 18 plus for our adult session. Um, so that comes up pretty soon here. And then, oh, yes, we have a acting and musical theater workshop coming up uh, in the spring as well. That's for both youth and adults. Um, and then we have a couple of ch- uh, ch- younger educational programming, too, for 
kindergarten through like third grade coming up. We're doing Winnie the Pooh Kids, which is really exciting Aww, in January. The cutest thing ever. It's, the it's cutest so cute. Thing. And then we'll be doing Shrek Junior uh, in the summer of 2023 ah. as well for uh, kind of our middle school, a little bit a younger high school group. So very nice. Yeah, there's a lot of aspects with our Premier Playhouse, and we've been talking about it. But for anyone who isn't familiar, can you tell us a little bit more about this company, Oliver? And correct me if I'm wrong. This used to be under a different name too. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, the Premier Playhouse used to be known as Sioux Empire Community Theater. We started many, many years ago, but then the company was formed about mm-hmm. 20 seasons ago. So we're in our 20th season. Um, but about three years ago, the company rebranded to the Premier Playhouse and um, is now known as the Premier Playhouse. And not much has changed, just that we're trying to create more structure for the uh, company and hone in on our mission and our values and our vision and all that good stuff. Um, so I describe the Premier Playhouse as a professionally staffed nonprofit theater organization whose mission is to create exceptional theater through inclusivity, accessibility, education, and collaboration to enrich the Sioux Empire community. Awesome. Now, can you tell me about the types of shows that the Premier Playhouse has brought to life here in Sioux Falls? Yeah, so we do... uh, We've done... A wide range of shows. So, um, you know, we've done everything from experimental to what I call commercially viable. So titles that a lot of our customers are going to know, um, like this season, Young Frankenstein, A Christmas Carol, Cinderella, Grease, right? Mm-hmm. But then we've also ventured into interesting initiatives like something we're doing this season, the premiere premieres, which is showcasing original work by playwrights um, within the area. So typically... Um, like we accept submissions within the region, but this year, our first year, it's uh, playwrights from specifically Sioux Falls, which is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, we do plays that have never been done before mm-hmm. all the way to plays that have been revived a million times on Broadway and that we know the people want to see. So we're giving you a wide range of um, material. Rough estimate. How many shows would you say that you perform a year? A year? Oh, I don't need to give you a rough estimate. I can give you a solid number. So we do five main stage productions, which is Mm -hmm. part of our subscription series. And then we also have our educational programming. So this year we have three productions because we have Winnie the Pooh Kids, we have Shrek Jr., and then we also have The Penguin Project, uh, which the production is to be announced. The title is. Um, And then outside of that, we do showcases and what I call Mm -hmm. alternative programming. So for both of our uh, free classes this year will offer a showcase performance we did a karaoke showdown earlier this season we um are doing a rocky horror sing-along so lots of events various forms um and levels of production now you were telling about the titles of the productions that are coming to life this year tell us a little bit more about the lineup specifically are there maybe shows in this year's season that Sioux Falls residents have expressed interest in and would like to see on stage? Yes, we have a very exciting season for season 20. We have Young Frankenstein, which ran in um, September through October. We have A Christmas Carol, which runs in December. The Premiere Premieres, which runs in February. Cinderella, which runs in April. And Grease, which runs in June. And I'll be honest with you, the community's been going crazy about all these titles this season, so we're really excited. But you 
hear a lot of uh, buzz about Cinderella and Greece. That's when people go, oh, you get the big gasp if you say it in a group setting. They're like, oh my gosh, Greece or Cinderella. So that's, I think, what people are most excited about. Oh, absolutely. What are you excited about out of the shows? Oh, probably Greece, to be honest, because really? I'm directing that production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Alex, what about you? Um, well, I actually performed in Young Frankenstein this year, so that was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really, really and fun. she was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but I'm, again, selfishly kind of excited for Cinderella because I will be directing that production. So we're both kind of, yeah, excited. I mean, to have that more artistic spin of it versus, you know, the more of the production side, which we're focused on more generally, you know, so it's it's going to be fun to do that. Sure, absolutely. If you are just listening, I'm being joined by Oliver and Alex. They are with the Premier Playhouse here in Sioux Falls. Now, Alex, I was told by a little birdie that you are considered to be Oliver's right-hand woman. So would you say that you help keep the shows running smoothly while Oliver remains calm? (laughs) In a sense. Yeah, right. Um, You know, I think in a sense, sure. But most of the time, Oliver and I are pretty, like, kind of hand in hand the entire time. We're, we're very collaborative and work really directly with each other and everyone else on our team too, like Pierce Humpke and Rachel Smith and Chris Berkey, Amber Sumner, all of our incredible team that make sure that the everyday operations and the productions are going swimmingly and running as they should. So it's it's really truly a group effort and all hands on deck for every everything that we do. So yeah. Yeah, we have a fantastic team, but um, Alex really does uh Keep us calm and organized. (laughs) (laughs) Either one of you can answer this question. What is it like to have a show come together, you know? Yeah, um, it's awesome. (laughs) It's really cool to see, you know, from the beginning of the process of, you know, just having conversations, you know, and talking about what we want to Mm -hmm. do with the show, things like that, and then have it become, you know, along the way you see the progress coming to life, you know, the show, the scene, the props, all of that, the acting, everything coming to life to... Finally, in one week, you load everything in onto the stage and then everyone's on the stage. You see the costumes, the lights. It's really an gr- incredible transformation. And then even to when we're running the show, too, and you see the audiences coming in and how much that changes for the actors and the people on stage. And the energy is just it keeps growing throughout the process. And it's really incredible to see it come to life. And it's it's a huge huge long haul but it's so worth it in the end when you're like ah this was so cool we created so many awesome moments and relationships and yeah it's go ahead (laughs) i just want to add um alex is speaking on all these like pieces coming together Mm -hmm. right i tell every i talk about this like probably too much but i tell our actors i tell our team um creating a production the way that we do it everyone's a piece of the puzzle so it's a puzzle that you know puzzles can be beautiful masterpieces you see like a beautiful piece of art on a puzzle but then you take it apart and you have to figure out how to put it back together so the actors everyone is a piece of the puzzle and once it's all finally complete on that opening night because the audience is a piece of the puzzle too then you actually get to experience the piece of work for what it is now coming from a theater background you guys are never stressed, right? I'm kidding when I say that. <laughs> when, when do you think it's really tense? Like, you know, oh gosh, this is happening. We got to make sure our, you know what is together before this goes on stage. Tech week. <laughs> uh, tech week is definitely the the toughest week of of a production, I think, you know, as, as all of these puzzle pieces are coming together and elements are coming together, you have to see how it works, you know, and make adjustments as you 
like kind of in the moment sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes you don't put the right pieces next to each other yeah. and you have to adjust them and make them work. Oops, back to the um, video. Yeah, it's when we're putting the whole company together. So people have been working separately and then we have to find a way to make mm -hmm. them all work well together. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the talent that is part of the Premiere Playoffs. Before we talk about the actors and actresses individually, what is that process like when you are... Uh, I was going to say interviewing, but it's auditioning people to be a part of your productions. I love auditions. Casting is one of my uh, favorite processes in uh, creating a show because I think that I'm huge, hugely into like reading people's energies and finding the right vibe for mm -hmm. a role. So um, how I cast a show is like very collaborative in that way where like I want to hear from my team I want to hear different perspectives and we want to ask people to read different material and read with different people and that kind of really helps us figure out who like what spot what piece of the puzzle you are right um, but then we also have other directors come in that handle it completely differently we just or um, in casting a Christmas Carol mm -hmm. Larry Etten our director uh, doesn't need people to come in with any uh, pre-prepared material he gives you material to do right at the initial audition which is really exciting because it allows people of all levels to come in and uh, give it a shot and he's really good at navigating uh, their skill set and what might be the right role for them Whereas I'm someone that like wants to get to know you in the initial audition and maybe get you let you showcase something that you've rehearsed so mm -hmm. I can see where you arrive. And then the callback for me is more about giving you that material and trying different things. Um, I think I overwork people in callbacks sometimes, but it's a good time. <laughs> it's never a dull moment with Oliver. That's no, what I'll say. <laughs> no, never a dull moment. Without mentioning any names of actors or actresses, can you remember a really good audition and uh, American Idol really bad audition, you know, <laughs> what I'm talking about. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know, that's tough I one. mean, like, I could speak on personal experience <laughs> of my own auditions. Same, actually. <laughs> I think I'll do that more so. Um, oh, my God. Well, I did, I lived in New York for, like, a brief moment in time, a little blip on the on the mm -hmm. spectrum of life. Um, and I did my first, like, New York audition when I moved there, and I just completely destroyed it. I, like, started, like, I had my song picked out. It was for, like, a cruise line. I don't really know which one, but... I like got in there and the guy started like playing the piano and I came in on the completely wrong note and I also came in like four measures too late and <laughs> I had to stop and restart a couple of times Ooh, and he was like looking down at his paper with big eyes like mm -hmm, okay and I was like wow this is a great start to my never ending career apparently so <laughs> there's my there's my bad audition story. <laughs> I've seen a lot of auditions and I've seen a lot of good and a lot of bad and a lot of in between. Um, but having been in people's shoes, mm -hmm. I really empathize with their scenarios. So that's why I also love casting because I'm like, no, I'm here to nurture you and make you <laughs> feel a little more comfortable because just like Alex, I had I I was kind of an audition king in New York. I had a good time. Ah. I was pretty good at auditions, but I did have some some rough ones. <laughs> okay, now that she shared her rough one with New York, it's your turn now. You can't okay. leave her hanging. Okay. Um Ooh, that's okay. So, well, I have two. First one, a brief one, is that like I was auditioning for a Broadway show and I forgot the lyrics to my song. Oh. But the casting director was loving me, so he was like, "Yes, keep going." And I just started <laughs> blah blahing, like I don't know. I was singing the Do notes, but not the now? words. Um, no, I don't even remember what song it was. Oh gosh, <laughs> which is funny. And then another audition, um, I was singing a song that I know very well. Mm -hmm. It was my go-to song. It helped me book mo book most of my work. Um, and I started, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. 
and I tried to start and I was like, I'm on, no, this is not the right key. Like something's wrong. And they were like, it's okay. Restart. And I was like, okay. I tried to start again. I'm like, no, that's, that's not right. We do this three or four times. And then the accompanist is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was playing in the wrong key. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I started and then I sing well, but I'm not acting because I'm so concerned about proving that I can sing because it looked like I couldn't find the note. Like right. it was crazy. But that is like when you have a song like, you know, as singers, like Alex and I would, I would say Alex and I are pretty good at like, if you're going to change the key on me, I can like find it. But when you know the song so well, if you hear wrong chords, you're like, what is that? It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to you. Now, did you eventually have good auditions in New York, Alex? I did. Yes. Okay, there were good. a couple that I was like, yeah, that was good. I felt good about that, you know, and it's like and. And it was fun. Yeah. Once you get that first initial one over, you're like, OK, I can like breathe again and things are going to be OK. Everything's going to work out. Good to so, know. Yes. Now, everybody has those nerves, whether yeah. you're auditioning or you are on stage. And let's talk about those actors that people are going to see on stage this season. Just run down a couple of names and what shows are going to be a part of. So we actually uh, don't cast our shows uh, for the year, we cast them show by show. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a lot of final casting to tell you, but I will say that you saw people like Alex Newcomb-Wyland, Casey Kustak, Barry Longden, um, Alexandria Matthews, and other incredible artists, Julie Haddock-Sauer. Nathan Sparks. Nathan Sparks is the monster. Amazing people on stage in Young Frankenstein. And a lot of those people are frequent players. So I'm sure you're going to see Casey Kustak on stage again this season. I'm sure you're going to see some more Nathan Sparks. Um, we've just got a lot of really strong frequent players that we're hoping um, come back to do other shows. Should we talk about A Christmas Carol, too? Yes. 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 Okay, yeah. great. We have just kind of finalized that cast a little bit, too. And so we have Tom Roberts coming back, who played Scrooge last year at our production. And he He's an incredible performer. A lot of returning veterans in that cast. Um, we have Amy Gage coming back. Rick Wyland coming back. Um, I guess anyone else? We have Clinton Store yes, Clinton. joining the cast as a newbie. Mm-hmm. Marty Martin is coming back. Oh, he's new to the cast, but he's a, a veteran in the in the town for acting. Um, yeah, those. A bunch of other incredible people that were in last year's production are back again. So. Aviana Steen, star of our education department that were <laughs> she's been she was in Young Frankenstein. She just turned 14, 13 year old, um, amazing singer, dancer, mm-hmm. actress, like just incredible. She played Mary Poppins in our Mary Poppins junior camp this summer and she was amazing. So, ah, yeah. well, very cool. It sounds like a lot of great talent is going to be gracing the stage this year at their premiere playhouse. I have to say, I did see the Christmas Carol last year. Fabulous production. Thank Thank you. Loved every minute of it. Now, once again, we are being joined by Oliver Mays, and we also have with us Alex Newcomb-Wyland. I got it again. Yay! Yes. <laughs> it all two works for two. out. Now, for anyone that wants more information about the Premier Playhouse and the shows coming up, where can they go and find some tickets? They can find tickets at our website at www.thepremierplayhouse.com, and that's Premier with an E at the end. Um, they can also call the Washington Pavilion box office at 605-367-6000. Um, so you can get your tickets over the phone through the Washington Pavilion box office by going to our website, which will direct you to the site where you can secure your tickets or in person at the Washington Pavilion box office. Wonderful. Anything else that you guys want to add? 
Yes. Um, <laughs> we offer season subscriptions, and um, at the beginning of the season, we were offering our typical five-show package, and now we are offering our four-show package through the end of the year. So you can secure tickets to our, all four remaining main stage productions for one forty, um, including taxes and fees. We receive one twenty of that, so that's a really great deal because that brings your ticket price down to thirty dollars versus the standard uh, thirty-five dollars, and you've locked in seats and good prices for the rest of the season. Well, awesome. Thank you both so much for joining us this morning to tell us more about the premiere playoffs and the shows coming up. Gotta say, I'm excited for Cinderella and Greece. Oliver, give me the tickets to all of them. Like, I am ready to go to all of them. You got it, Christine. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing, your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-352-1609. That's 1-800-352-1609. Again, 1-800-352-1609. Hi, I'm Trooper. Henry with the South Dakota Highway Patrol. I would like to encourage you to make sure you're utilizing a proper following distance. A good distance is about one car length per 10 miles per hour. So at 65 miles per hour, you should have 6.5 car length between your car and the one in front of you. This is a major cause of the crashes in the Sioux Falls area. Please help us combat following too close. Thank you. This message is brought to you by the South Dakota Highway Patrol and Results Town Square Media. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank my guests Oliver Mays and Alex Newcomb-Wyland from the Premier Playhouse for coming on the show today. Once again, if you are interested to learn more about the Premier Playhouse, the shows that they have coming up, and educational opportunities, you can visit thepremierplayhouse.com. Tickets can also be found on that website or by calling 605-367-6000. Join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.